Hello, hello, and welcome to the Healthy Be Human podcast. My name is Callie. I'm your podcast host, and I'm so excited to have you here today listening wherever you are. If you're walking, driving, working, swimming, surfing, tanning, wherever, welcome. This episode today is going to be a little fun, spontaneous one. I am actually recording this episode several hours after getting back from my trip. So I was just in New York City visiting my sister for her birthday weekend and I just flew back. I don't even know. I think I landed around like 3 p.m. It's currently 5.38 when I'm recording this and I'm not gonna lie, I'm literally so tired, but I have to record a podcast episode for you guys. We have to have our, our weekly podcast chat and all the things. So I'm thinking this episode is going to be really casual, really chill, really fun. And I want to get into all things hot girl summer, current obsessions, healthy habits, and just some just some tips for if you're traveling, if you're feeling really busy. So it's kind of going to be like an all around the place episode, but in a really good way. So we're going to chat about some things I've been thinking about lately, things I've been doing to feel healthier, happier, and just balanced. <laughs> so let's let's do this thing. Before we get into the episode, though, we always start things off with a little self-check-in. Think of the self-check-in at like a time when you can just ground yourself, see how you're doing, and set some goals. So wherever you are, I want you to take a deep, deep inhale through your nose, fill up your lungs with lots of goodness, lots of love for your beautiful self and body. And then exhale, letting go of any doubts, limiting beliefs, mean thoughts. Just release it with your breath. Okay. Now that we're a little centered, I want you to ask yourself, how am I feeling on a scale of one to 10? 10 being I'm absolutely thriving. One being we're on a little struggle bus, but it's okay. Now ask yourself, why do I feel like this? Maybe something happened. Maybe nothing happened. But just try to pinpoint if there is a root cause of this feeling. And now I want you to ask yourself, what is something that I'm currently doing in my life that is bringing me down? That's bringing the vibe down. Maybe it's a bad habit that you've been picked. You've picked up. Maybe it's an addiction to something. Maybe it's you're in a toxic cycle. Just start to think about something. And then I want you to ask yourself. How can I take the first step today in healing this thing that's been holding me back from fully moving the, moving the needle up the scale of one to 10? All it takes is the first step. Now, I want you to ask yourself, what is something I'm super proud of that I've accomplished so far this week? It could be anything as small as I went to bed 30 minutes earlier last night or I was awesome and hydrated all day long today. We're going to hydrate in a second because I'm so thirsty. And speaking of hydration, I want you to ask yourself, have I hydrated my hot bod in the past 30 minutes? If you have or have not, I want you to grab your water with me. We're going to hydrate on three, two, one. Cheers to hydration. Wow, I was like mega dehydrated you guys i don't know about you but the plane just does something to me it parches me but anywho moving on (laughs) i want you to ask yourself what is one summer bucket list item that i want to complete before summer is over it is actually like insane to me how summer has just flown by so fast it's crazy like i think this might be the fastest summer there's ever been anyways 
as summer is sadly coming towards the finish line, I don't want to be depressing, but I want you to think about what is something that you have been wanting to do this summer that you haven't done yet? And last question is I want you to tell yourself, this is a really good question, tell yourself something that you love about your body. Put your hand over that part of your body and just say out loud, I love blank. Self-love is so key in any journey and no matter how far along you are, it's important to love yourself throughout the entire process. And now, moving on, I hope you're feeling good. I hope you're feeling checked in. I'm going to be so honest. I, you probably have noticed by now, I feel super, super delirious. I, I don't know. Sorry if like this episode is a little all over the place. I, my brain feels like that right now. I think it's just because like, you guys keeping it real up in here. I stayed up until, <laughs> this is so embarrassing. I stayed up until 2 a.m. last night watching Farmer Wants a Wife. And if you guys have not heard of that show, I had not heard of that show until my sister introduced it to me. It is this low-key, very wholesome dating show about farmers looking for a wife. It's basically these girls go to the guy's farm and complete farm activities. And it's like The Bachelor, but on a farm. And it's super wholesome. And anyways, it was really good. And I got very much sucked into it. But I have this mild toxic trait where I read the end of the book. I... I, I was not English. I read the end of books and I've done this since I was a child. Anyways, I do the same thing with like dating shows, reality TV. If someone's in a relationship, for some reason, I'm so nosy and invested in their life that I will go on social media and search every person on the dating show who's in a couple to see if they're still in a couple, even if I'm not even like halfway through the show or near the end of the show. I don't know why I do this to myself, but once I did that, I was just like, dang, I kind of want to stop watching this show because I feel like I know how it ends. But anyways, don't do that because the show is really good and I did spoil it for myself and that is a toxic trait that I need to work on. I don't know why I do that. I kind of think it's like maybe I want to emotionally prepare myself because if like especially in a book just to prepare myself if something ends up sad I can mentally, mentally prepare myself for that ending. I don't know. Let me know if you do that the same thing if you read the end of books and watch and spoil surprises in tv shows and on reality shows because that's just I need to work on that anyways aside from the show New York City was such a blast you guys little update I went to New York I flew out on what day was that Saturday and my sister had a birthday weekend and I flew back today today's Tuesday I hadn't been back to New York City since I lived there if you're new to the podcast I moved to New York City last June lived there for five months broke my lease had a bit of a life crisis and fled. <laughs> Not really, kind of. I was nomadic with my now husband, John, for a month. We drove across the country, did this crazy, amazing road trip where we camped, we went to national parks, we did all the things, and then now we're in Florida. But I hadn't been back in a year, and so I was a little nervous to go back. I wasn't sure what to expect because last time I was in New York wasn't the best. Anyways, so it was such a good time. I was in Williamsburg and if you don't know where that is, that's in Brooklyn. And so Brooklyn to me is really fun because it's more of like a neighborhood vibe. It's a little bit less chaotic than Manhattan. I feel like there's more just 
locally feeling restaurants and all the things in Brooklyn, which is really cool. And the food slaps, the shopping is really fun. And it was great. I literally walked 17,000 steps on what day was that? Sunday? Yeah. Sunday, I walked 17,000 steps, you guys. Craziness. It's crazy how far you can walk in New York City. It like actually blows my mind. But it was so much fun. You guys, some just highlights of the trip that I want to share with you guys because they're so funny. I met, there is this pig that lives in the hardware store slash plant store in Brooklyn. And his name is Franklin the pig. And my sister, so we're walking back from, we had a little breakfast at this place called, I think it was Katar. I don't know if, I think that's how you say it. It was so good, you guys. If you're in New York City, definitely go check it out. I think it's Israeli food. We had breakfast there. It was so good. And we went there, then did a little work date in this just rooftop of a hotel. And we're walking back and my sister's like, Callie, do you want to meet the pig of Brooklyn? And I'm like, what? There's a pig in Brooklyn? And she's like, yes, he lives in this hardware store that we're about to pass. And I was like, oh my gosh, I have to go. So we end up going. The pig is there. You guys, he's so freaking cute. I... I love animals. Like if you didn't know that about me, I have this just, I'm a little bit of an animal nerd. I absolutely love animals, specifically sea creatures. I will watch YouTube videos and documentaries. That's like what I do when I'm not not working or not just doing something else. But anyways, I freaking love pigs and I was obsessed with him and he oinked at us and was so cute. Now I want a pig, which I don't know if that's weird, but I want one so bad. And we also, there's also a parrot that lived in the store. This is what I love about New York City is it's so freaking weird, but like in a good way, like good, like the people in New York City don't care what people think about them. And it's so fun because there's just bizarre things like a pig that lives in the hardware store. Like, I don't know where else I'd find that. But anyways, it was so fun. And then some other fun highlights. I was feeling sick like the entire trip. I was about to get my period and I was having like just oh such just annoying pms symptoms i've been not the best about cycle syncing and all that jazz this month with like my foods and seeds and all that stuff and i realized taking magnesium is actually really helpful for me with cramps and pain from cramping so that's a whole side note there but i was having pretty bad pms symptoms i was feeling really nauseous head was hurting so the first few days i was kind of out for the count low-key we saw the barbie movie though which was so good you guys i think it's awesome i've seen like some controversy or not controversy but i've seen a lot of mixed mixed opinions about the movie but i thought it was amazing it was really empowering and i thought they did a great job producing the whole thing and so if you haven't gone and seen it i think it's so fun to see in movie theaters because everyone dressed up in pink and it was like a full ordeal and i usually don't really go to the movies but i loved it so definitely go and watch it if you've been on the fence about it but i'm trying to think of what else we did oh yeah so i was feeling sick i got very sidetracked there i was feeling very sick and that was definitely not the vibes but monday i finally started feeling better and then today i also was feeling pretty good so had a good little time i saw my friend carolina and that was really fun and you guys there's a place i really like called jack's wife frida it's in soho And I feel like it's just a bit of a New York staple. It's a really good restaurant. And so my sister and I have this very strange meal combo that we'll get there. I don't know when this started actually, but anyways, the meal combination is we'll order mashed potatoes, chocolate cake, and red wine. 
So the meal was a little different. We didn't get chocolate cake this time because we got so full from the other stuff, but we ordered spaghetti squash, tofu, mashed potatoes. I got red wine, Abby got white wine and her boyfriend got rose, or no, she got rose. But it was so fun. It was like such a weird meal, but in the best way. Definitely go there. Oh, also updates. If you're like, Callie, wait, you drink again? Because I had a whole episode about how I was sober for an entire year. So I kind of had the realization, and this happened in like April, I think. But I realized I feel like I have healed so much with my just... If you didn't know that my story, I have gone into depth in my testimony, that episode about kind of where I was at with everything. And even in the episode about why I was sober, so that episode goes into kind of like the whole shebang about my party, Miami party lifestyle. But essentially I had a really bad relationship with alcohol and Adderall in 2021, 2022-ish. So I stopped drinking alcohol April of 2022 because I realized I really didn't like how it was making me feel. It was making me this version of myself I wasn't proud of, who I didn't like. And I just realized I wanted to just try out sober lifestyle for a bit. So I stopped drinking entirely. I didn't drink until April this past year. I had a glass of wine and it was honestly so weird, like drinking wine again. But it was really cool because used to I would drink to get drunk and now if I have a glass of wine, it genuinely is like I just enjoy how it tastes and I don't feel like I'm out of control with it. I really have just had one glass and I'm like, okay, cool, that's it. But in terms of like other types of liquor, I'm still, I still haven't really drank anything else. I'm not sure if I'm going to, but I did have a realization where I was like, I don't really like being restrictive with myself. And it was feeling like a little bit of restriction and fear around not drinking alcohol. So that's why I was like, we're going to revisit my relationship with this and see how it is. And yeah, anyways, I'm really happy with where I've, how far I've come in my journey with everything. And like, if you are considering maybe taking a break from alcohol or want to hear more of my story with it, that episode on the, on not drinking, I think I recorded that a couple months ago. It is super, will tell you all of my experience with that, but that's where I'm at and I'm really happy and I feel really just like a lot of healing has come, come down in the past year. Anyways, guys, oh my gosh, this update has gone very long, but there's so much to talk about. It's insane. I feel like I'm in a very busy season of my life and it's a great thing, but it's a little overwhelming. <laughs> We're closing on our house in less than a week, which is absolutely insane. First time homeowners, like, bro, what? We're also going on a road trip tomorrow. We're going to drive through Seaside, Florida. I've never been to the Panhandle before. I'm really excited. And then we're going to drive to Texas to see John's fam. And then we're going to drive back and I'm having my bachelorette in Seaside. So I'm going to scout out some spots for that. I have a friend who lives there. We're going to visit her. And then we're going to close on the house the day after we get back. So, you know, if you follow along, you already know I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit spontaneous. I'm a little wild. Like I love travel. I love to just I love to just like flow with life and that's where we're at I feel like I'm just in a free flowy time of my life right now and it's good all good things but I'm trying to not get too overwhelmed because I've been feeling kind of stressed lately Whew, that was a lot you guys that was a lot of updates but we're gonna get into the episode today <laughs> it is gonna be shorter since that intro is quite quite chunky but I want to talk about some of my current obsessions in just with healthy habits, things that have been working for me lately and have been helping my just fitness and health and wellness journey and just life. And I also want to share just a couple of just, I mean, these are obsessions, but some travel tips I took away from this past weekend for how to still be healthy and continue working on your goals, even while you're traveling, because 
I don't know about you, but I don't like, I think it's really difficult to be in a great routine and then go on vacation. And it's like, you start from square one when you get home. Like that's not, you don't have to do that, but you also don't have to be like super routine on vacation. I think, I think a lot of times we live in a society where all or nothing mindsets are pretty, pretty preached, a lot of extremes going on. And I think it's important to realize that even if you're on vacation, even if you're going through a busy season of life and you don't have time to work out for 45 minutes plus, it's okay if you just do a five minute workout. Like it's okay to not go necessarily and do a gym workout if you only have time to go and walk outside. Like I think it's important to work with where you are in your life. And because we flow in different seasons, life ebbs and flows. We go through waves. We have seasons where we have less going on. We have more time to focus on our fitness journeys and our goals. But then there's other seasons of life where we're freaking overwhelmed and we feel like a five minute workout is pushing the limits. So I think my biggest tip is make it work for wherever you are in your season of life. When I was in New York City this past week, I had pretty much no space to exercise. My sister's apartment is, there's just like not a lot of space, I guess, to like unroll a mat. So I didn't, I also was feeling kind of sick. So I was very much like working with my body and working with where I was at. But instead of doing Pilates or doing a workout, I simply walked a ton and walking is still exercise. So it's like making it work with your vacation because naturally we were exploring, naturally we were walking around and I was like, I'm still moving my body and that's great. And when I needed rest, I gave myself rest. So on Sunday, my sister and her friends went to a day party and she invited me to go and I wanted to go so bad because it's her birthday weekend. And I was like, dang it, like I'm up here. I want to go to everything. But I genuinely had to protect my energy and set boundaries for myself. And so I was like, hey, I'm so sorry. Like I need to stay back. I'm not feeling well. I think resting is going to help me in the long term and I'll be able to be hang out with you tomorrow like all day long and it ended up being such a good decision for me I was able to rest I was able to lay down I was able to just fill up my cup a little bit so I think on when you're traveling if you're traveling with a group of people it can be easy to just flow with the group do what everyone else is doing and push your own goals and needs to the side but it is important to continue to make sure that you are filling your cup no matter what take the time to go step aside and do your devotional take the time to go and do a quick little morning workout if that's what fills your cup take some time to just be in solitude before hanging out with the group Those are just some tips that I use this week and it really, really just helped me so much with protecting my energy. Even though I still feel tired, I think I feel a lot less tired than I would have if I hadn't protected my energy in different situations. And especially yesterday, I was able to be there for my sister on her actual birthday and like that's truly what mattered to me. So anyways, I'm going to take a quick sip of water because I'm so parched, you guys. And now let's get into some other healthy habits that I'm currently obsessed with. So something that I have talked about a little bit on my social medias is how I've been doing a lifting and Pilates split. So if you don't know what that is, basically I have been, it isn't, it isn't exactly set in stone yet. I've been trying to alternate going to the gym one day and lifting weights and then the next day doing Pilates, but it has been a little bit all over the place this month because I am doing 
my own healing girl summer challenge. So sometimes I'll do back to back days of that and then I'll go to the gym next day or I'll double up, do Pilates and then go to the gym and do like a lighter gym workout. It's just, it's been a little difficult just because I was doing the challenge and then I started this other split. So I'm just navigating all those things, but it's been so fun, you guys. And I will say like, I've actually low-key loved doing two workouts a day. But like I said before, when I was in New York, I didn't have time to do that. I was not feeling great. I was very social and I was didn't really have a space to like do all that stuff. So it's one of those things where you just got to work with what you got. And I think that ideally my goal for the split is that I want to have it alternate. So I want to do like lifting Pilates, lifting Pilates. So I like alternate the days, but I'm still going to navigate that because I can technically do Pilates and lifting on the same day because Pilates is super low impact where lifting is more high impact on the body. But if I were to do a lifting, I was, I were to do an upper body workout at the gym, I could totally do a Pilates full body or lower body focused workout. And I would definitely feel really good as a combo. So we're still figuring that out. We're playing around with it, but you guys, I will keep you updated on how the split goes. So far, I am loving the feeling of just building my strength using weights. I haven't lifted in like three years if you guys didn't already know my relationship with the gym, I had a bit of a toxic relationship with the gym when I was in high school and in college because I was super hyper obsessive with looking a certain way. I I would count my calories and I wasn't, I was counting my calories from a place of I want to change my body and I hate my body. And as a result, I wasn't very educated in what I was doing. And I definitely did not give myself the adequate nutri- nutrients and amount of food I needed same thing with exercise. I'm learning that I didn't have a great education of how to properly lift. I didn't understand how to do a split. I didn't understand how to do progressive overload with lifting and getting stronger because this time I have bought some books. I'm really studying this up. I want to understand it better and I want to make sure that I'm taking care of my body and my mind because I will say the one thing that I have noticed at the gym is it is very easy to get obsessive with how I look when I'm at the gym. I will notice myself falling into old thought patterns while I'll look at myself in the mirror and I'm looking at my abs or I'm looking at my arms. I'm being a little critical of myself. So I have been having to keep myself in check with telling myself positive affirmations, treating myself with love no matter what, no matter where I am in my journey. And that has actually been helping me a lot. So something that is very near and dear to my heart is talking about hormonal health on this podcast. I remember the first time I got my period, it was right before leaving for figure skating practice. And let me tell you, everything about it was miserable. I bawled my eyes out the entire car ride wondering if I would ever stop feeling like this. Okay, a little dramatic, I know, but I felt similar emotions last year when I continued to struggle with hormonal acne, up and down moods, and painful periods. After doing lots of research, I realized as women, we are never taught in school that painful periods aren't normal. In fact, your body could be signaling to you that your hormone levels are off and need some support. That's where Hormone Harmony steps in. Hormone Harmony is your complete natural hormone support for women that adapts to the body's unique needs and can help maintain optimal hormone levels, relieve occasional bloating and mild mood swings while improving sleep quality and supporting weight management. Trusted by over 1.2 million customers, Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work 
for women. Have you ever heard of maca root extract? I've loved maca for a while now because it has been shown to provide sustained energy, relieve mild mood swings, and support a healthy desire and drive. Okay, what about ashwagandha extract? This ingredient in Hormone Harmony has been shown to help the body adapt to stress and support cortisol levels, which is so key the week before your period. Another ingredient that really sticks out to me is chase tree berry extract, which has been shown to relieve monthly symptoms of PMS like bloating, cramps, acne, breast tenderness, and the pre-period sad girl hour that we probably already all know at this point. And the biggest benefit of taking Hormone Harmony, in over 17,000 reviews for Hormone Harmony, Feeling like myself again is what women mentioned over and over. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code Callie at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code Callie for 15% off today. You may have heard me talk about this before, but something I've been prioritizing in 2024 is taking small actions each day to improve at least 1% in my physical, mental, and spiritual health. One of those daily healthy habits I've been loving is taking care of my gut with Seed's DS01 Daily Symbiotic. I first started taking Seed way back in 2019 when I was having all sorts of painful gastrointestinal issues and was getting no answers from my doctor. During this time, I dove into the world of holistic health and learned how important a healthy gut microbiome is for the rest of the body to thrive and feel amazing. So I started consistently taking a daily probiotic for the first time ever and experienced significant ease in my bloating. My digestion became healthy and regular and I noticed an increase in my energy levels and mood. One of the many things I love about seed is how easy it is to fit seed into my daily routine. No refrigeration is needed and the free travel vial from the welcome kit allows you to take DSO-1 on the go, which we love especially with summer travels right around the corner. As you know, I'm currently pregnant and I'm super cautious about what different things I'm putting into my body, so I definitely feel reassured taking DSO-1 over other probiotics because of their rigorous scientific testing and 24 clinically and scientifically studied strains. Trust your gut with Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic. Go to seed.com slash Cali and use code 25Cali to get 25% off your first month. That's 25% off your first month of Seed's DS01 Daily Symbiotic at seed.com slash Cali, code 25Cali. I'm facing an old struggle head on and it feels really empowering and really cool to be able to be back at the gym with a positive relationship with my body now. It's so cool to see just how far I've come in the healing journey. And if you are starting your healing journey with your body, I am so excited for you because it's just like even doing one week of just journaling and just breaking down lies that I've been believing for the past like five years. I just feel like a, such a refreshed version of myself, which is so freaking cool. Anyways, I'm hoping to bring some weights into my actual Pilates studio. If you didn't already know this, I have a studio called Sweaty Studio. Go check it out. And I really want to maybe do some. I actually added this class in August. We do live classes, virtual live classes. It's a Pilates strength class. So we're going to have this class where it is a blend of heavier weights with Pilates. And I'm really excited to try it out because I've been loving the weights with the Pilates split. I just feel so good, you guys. So definitely go check that out if you haven't already signed up for that class. Swystudio.com, little shameless plug there. Other obsessions at the moment. I have been really obsessed with time blocking my days. On the plane, I feel like I have so much clarity and I just sat down and essentially blocked out. So if you're an entrepreneur, this is really helpful for you, by the way. 
I blocked out one day for just creative tasks. And then the next day it's computer tasks that are not requiring me to film stuff, to think of creative ideas. And the next day is another creative day. And then the day after that is a computer day. I found myself in this cycle where I would try to jump from creative task to computer email to message on Instagram to thinking of an idea. And it just, I noticed that it wasn't a productive way to plan out, use, use my time in my work day. And I feel a lot less tired when I'm batching content together than when I'm trying to batch content and jump to something else and go to something else. So it's also been something I've been recently been trying to do. And so on the plane, I basically batched out and wrote down all the different types of content that I'm going to be filming this week on the different days. And I just feel so organized and my brain feels way less jumbled. So that's been really cool. Other obsessions. I have been trying to find a new skincare routine. I talk a little bit about this. I think I have talked about this on the podcast, but I've been struggling with just hormonal acne for quite some time now. And it's been really a frustrating journey. I have moments where I feel like it's going away and the moments where it flares back up out of nowhere. And something that a bad habit that I am working on, I need to get better is I struggle a lot with like picking up my skin. So I know that makes it worse, but I'm going to work on it and you, I'm going to hope, just hold me accountable, you guys. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, I'm your accountability buddy too, by the way, if you ever need anything, any questions or any motivation, just DM me on Instagram. You can DM me my Instagrams. I'm sweaty and I know it. And I have also the podcast ones, healthy be human pod. But anyways, I got a little sidetracked there. The skincare routine that I'm currently on that I've been actually really liking is, so I use this, I think it's called skin butter. I use this retinol that my friend, she's an esthetician, told me about, and it's been helping a lot with like my hormonal acne. So I'll put that on my face after I wash my face at night. I've been using Peach and Lily has this face wash that I really like, and I feel like it calms my skin a lot. So Peach and Lily's also, I think it's a Korean beauty line, and I actually really like their products. So I've been using that face wash, and then I'll do the retinol after. Also, I'm not a skin pro, so I don't know if I'm doing the steps wrong, but then I'll put on this. Oh my gosh. I don't even know what it's called. <laughs> I love how I'm telling you this obsession. I have no idea what the products are called. I'll, I'll figure it out. I'll link them below. I'll go look after the episode and tell you guys, but I basically have this. It's like this like gl- clear glass. I don't know what it's called. It's also peach and lily, but it's this thing that I put on my face and it's supposed to help with like pores, pore sizes. So it's supposed to help the pore sizes get a little bit smaller. And then I'll put on at the end, this matcha, uh, matcha lotion for my face. And I also have another one that's called like their glass skin polish. I think it's called skin polish, but it has glass in the name and it's a moisturizer. It's super good too. I like it because it's really light on my face. And I don't feel like I don't know. Sometimes in Florida, when I wear a moisturizer, it's just like aggressive with the humidity. So I really like how it feels on my skin. And that's like kind of what I do at night. But in the morning, I am so excited because I want to gatekeep this, but I also don't gatekeep to you guys. So I'm not going to gatekeep to you guys. But Drunk Elephant has their anti-pollution sunshine drops. They've been out of stock for so, so long, like probably six plus months. And they went super viral on TikTok and I was using them all of college and I was so sad because they were all sold out. But basically I love these drops. I'll put them in my lotion and then I'll put them on my face. So I look a little bit tanner, but I don't have to wear foundation. That's like my little secret hack, you guys, is if you don't like foundation, 
using some sort of tinted something or other is really key in your moisturizer. I also have a sunscreen I use. I believe it's, I think it's, it's, I don't think it's Benefit. Oh, you guys, why am I blanking on this? I'll look it up, but it's this other, other skin company. <laughs> so, so vague, but it's a tinted sunscreen and I'll put it on my face and it also, it's bare minerals. Oh my gosh, it just came to me, but I'll also use that as like my quote unquote foundation just cause I don't like how foundation feels and it's actually so good. Other obsessions I currently am obsessed with. I have been so obsessed lately with peppermint oil, you guys. If you don't already have peppermint oil, you should go get some. It is the peppermint oil, though that's an essential oil. And this is one you don't consume. So basically, the one I have is for a diffuser. And look, I don't think you're technically supposed to put this on your skin, but I've been using this for like years and nothing bad's happened to me. So fact check me, but peppermint oil is so good if you have stomach pain i was struggling with like a weird just stomach stomach stuff last week and i was putting peppermint oil on my belly i would put it on my hands and rub it on my belly and it literally helps so much with stomach pains and stomach aches and upset tummy and i also will use it on like my forehead and the back of my neck if i have a migraine so that's been another obsession that's been it's a little secret hack you guys i'll go usually and get my essential oil peppermint at whole foods and the brand that i have in front of me is now now essential oils and it's 100 pure peppermint just don't overdo it you guys i have no issues with it but definitely check with the doctor if you're concerned okay other obsessions i've been obsessed with coconut water lately and electrolytes in my water it has been so hot in florida lately and it was hot in New York City too. I don't know if everywhere is just really like super toasty right now. I mean, it is the thick of the summer, but I feel like I've been super dehydrated, like I said, and I've been putting, I either use noon electrolytes or N-U-U-N or I'll use liquid IV, that powder. I love them both, but if I did pick one, I think I would pick noon just because I like the taste a little better. It's a little less sweet in my opinion, or I've been drinking coconut water, which is also a really good source of hydration. And I love Harmless Harvest. They sent me this massive box of coconut water and it actually made me so happy. I was like, yes, you guys didn't realize how bad I needed this coconut water right now. I'm so dehydrated. Other, other obsessions. This is more of a, just a thought, a mindset pattern or a mindset hack is just really working on not being so overwhelmed with life. I think a lot of the times I will put pressure on myself and it as a result leads to me feeling extremely overwhelmed and it's just like such an unnecessary amount of overwhelm and so lately I I've just been trying to be more mindful about it and just doing different things like the organization hack the time blocking and I've been reading a book by Kate Northrup called do less and it's all about just cyclical living and working literally working around your menstrual cycle and I've been really thinking about that and trying to put it into place and so next month I want to be really good about it because this month I wasn't as great about it just because I feel like I started reading the book again and then I was like well I didn't really plan my month that well to do this but essentially it's like during different the different phases of our cycles and also if you don't know what cycles and cycle syncing and all the stuff I'm talking about is I have a whole episode on it if you're curious about it just search in the search bar cycle syncing on healthy be human Anyways, it's essentially like different, the different phases we have. So 
let's say you're in your follicular phase, which comes after your period. This is when you feel super creative. Typically, I find myself being really social during this phase and it's the best time to create content, the best time to create, to start projects, the best time to think of new ideas, to be networking, socializing. So it's essentially like just hacking the cycle and planning your business around how you're going to be feeling during each week, each phase of your cycle. Like for me, I didn't do the greatest job of this because I was trying to film content while I was the week before my period and I feel really just not in the mood to be filming content. So anyways, we're going to try and plan a little bit better this month, but let's see. I feel like I have a couple more obsessions before we go, but I've also been getting into reading books again before bed. I've been trying to do this. I wasn't great about this when I was traveling, but I want to be more disciplined about reading books before bed and putting my phone on the floor away from my nightstand has also been a game game changer. You guys, I find that I was going on my phone at night and that was actually leading to me feeling more just stressed when I was trying to go to sleep. I was thinking about a lot of things and I also felt really tempted to just like be on my phone first thing in the morning. And so, and I would also snooze my alarm a lot more. So I started putting my phone further away on the floor and it's been helping me just getting up and not snoozing. And then also it's been helpful for me to like read a book before bed and not feel tempted by going on my phone at night. Other things (laughs) that I've been obsessed with is spending time with people who make me feel like sunshine, genuinely. I think it's really important to make sure to look at your inner circle and see, are my friends people who are building me up, people who are inspiring me to be a better version of me, people who are there for me, people who are just kind, amazing people, people who aren't always gossiping and talking behind people's backs, people who are just good, loyal friends. And so that's something that I've been really wanting to work, I've been working on lately, is figuring out who is in my inner circle and who do I want to be in my inner circle? And I just, I've noticed that if I'm in an environment where a lot of people are, let's just say party culture, if I'm in a party culture environment for too long, I find myself sometimes getting sucked down that, just that path, because those are the people I'm spending all my time with. Versus when I'm in an environment where I'm with people who love who not saying people who party don't love Jesus, but people who love Jesus, go to church, people who are practicing the slower paced lifestyle, who love the outdoors, who are creatives, big dreams, who don't talk to people behind their back, who aren't pressuring me to go out all the time. Like that's the kind of people that like I personally want in my inner circle, just because those are things I really value in my life. And those are things I want to improve on. So it's all, that's something that I'm obsessed with right now is working on building on inner circle of people who are people that I, I want to do life with and people who I'm, I'm my best self around as well. And then the final obsession is I'm currently obsessed with protecting what I'm consuming. And I mean it not food consumption. I mean it in the sense of like music and TV and I just noticed when I'm driving a car, if I'm listening to, let's say, super intense rap music or super intense house music versus listening to indie music, calm music, Christian music, whatever, 
I've noticed I drive differently. I feel like I drive faster when I'm listening to more hype, intense music. I feel like I drive a little bit more recklessly versus when I'm listening to calmer, chiller music. I drive at a slower pace. I'm more aware. I'm not as reckless and I'm a better driver. So I also have noticed that when I listen to super dark, not yeah, dark rap. I was in the gym the other day and this girl was playing this music. It was just like really dark. The lyrics were like really sad and really just like depressing. And I, I generally felt my mood just like lower from that music. So, and shows too. I, I was listening while well, I was watching the summer. I turned pretty, which I freaking loved the first season, but the second season is really good too. I read all the books. I love it, but I feel like the second season is a lot. It's a heavier season. I mean, there's a lot of like grief and stuff and a lot of anxiety. And I have noticed that after watching that show, I do feel a little bit different in like I feel the emotions of the characters. Like I take on those emotions. So it's just important that I am watching what I'm consuming. And if you feel like that's resonating with you, I challenge you to watch what media you're putting into your mind and into your ears and into your eyes, because it's really important to make sure we're protecting our energy and just not letting darkness into our bodies. I mean, Even if on social media, a certain person you're following is that type of content is making you feel more insecure about your body or about yourself, I challenge you to, you can mute somebody, you can unfollow somebody, protect yourself, don't sabotage, don't go down that spiral because that's, that's not loving to yourself. So anyways, these are just some current obsessions and oh my gosh, my last obsession, you guys, is journaling. I... I truly have found so much healing since I started journaling again. And it's so such a bummer that I fractured my finger because I feel like it's been making me not want to journal as much because it's been so hard to write because it's my right hand and I'm right-handed. But you guys, if you've been feeling just like weird and stuck and in a funk and just not like yourself, I was feeling that way and I started journaling and just dumping and writing all these lies I was believing and I just feel so much better. So I definitely challenge you to do that if you have been feeling weird or even if you just like want to journal again. It's good for anyone, no matter if you're struggling or not in your life. Okay, you guys. Well, I'm going to wrap up the episode. I love how I said it was going to be short and now it's been 40 minutes. I feel like we just chat and I just get excited talking to you guys because I'm like, it's so cool. We have all these conversations over social media, like we'll DM and stuff. And I know what you guys are going through. And I think it's just like cool that we can talk about those things and I can give you advice. I can tell you about my life because I'm human. I'm not perfect. I'm going through things too. And we're doing this thing together. So uh, you guys are the best. But anyways, I hope you love this episode. Keep the topic requests coming. And if you have any questions, you know where to find me, Instagram at healthy be human pod tag me in your stories. They actually make my day when I see you guys listening to the podcast. It makes me smile so big. I I love it. And I'll repost you and all that jazz. All right, you guys have the best day. I'll see you next week. I post every Wednesday at midnight Eastern time. So don't forget market calendars for next week's episode. And we have an exciting guest coming up by the way. So get excited, but yeah, I love you guys and have the best day and stay healthy, but human.